The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Stephanie Preisner for the late late all the way. Beautiful tone to her voice and a great mind. Well, Stephanie, would you do? Are you available for did selection? I, did I text the show? On my <laughs> yes, way in yes. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, am I available? I, I, I am. Yeah, I'm available. Uh, you've been on the late late multiple times. I have, yes. yes. Been on. So God, you don't even have to, they, don't, they don't even have to give you directions to the studio. No, I know how to get there. I know how to talk to the camera. Sure, I'm a natural. You're a natural. I suspect, though, Stephanie, from conversations you have, and I have had previously, that the problem might be in the title <laughs> "Late Late." Yes, you're, you're you're not a late late owl. No, if we could if we could do the early early show, <laughs> yes, like okay. four o'clock in the morning, I'm there for it. You know, I can uh, have all the chats. Um, I didn't bring you on to put you on the spot and ask you about your availability for the Late Late Show gig. It's Mother's Day on Sunday and Rora is how old? She will be six months on Monday. Okay, very good. Uh, six months on Monday. Oh, so teething? Yeah. Okay, Sucking on solids? Li- yes, we started solids. Oh my God, right. it's so chaotic. It's so messy. Uh, you know what's great about teething is obviously awful but what's great about it is you can now blame anything she does like crankiness bad moods everything on teething for about two years you get away with it I think she's teething actually that's the problem Yeah, I know she's throwing stones for you I think she's teething actually well she went to someone decided to give her a hug yesterday and she started crying and I was like she's just definitely making straight I was like teething teething. teething. that's what that is Um, so have sleeping patterns settled Mine or hers? Uh, well, actually, hers, first of all. So hers, first of all, the solids have definitely helped. Last night, she went to bed at 20 to 7 and she woke up at 10 past 4, which is the longest stint we've ever gotten. Wow. Yes. And did you, when she woke up, did you wake up in a panic at any I point? I woke up in a panic at 12 o'clock and yes, at 3 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was going in, I was like, I need to check if she's breathing. But I kind of knew she was breathing and I was like, please don't wake, please don't wake, but please be breathing. And then I kind of coughed and she stirred and I was like, okay, that's fine. Because yeah. I'm watching her on the monitor, like watching watching her sleeping. Yeah, they're great time when, when they start sleeping that little bit longer. Uh, it's brilliant. But everyone has that experience the first time it happens where you wake up in a blind panic and you think, I haven't heard from them. What's wrong with them? Yeah, Aren't they still in there? It's really, really scary. Yeah, and my husband is away at the moment and so it's just me and I feel like that's not fair. Uh, well, <laughs> so you're, you're a single mother for, uh, single this, mother. for this Mother's Day. Yeah. Tough. No, 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 no. He'll be back. Okay, he yes, will be back. he's going to be back on Saturday. Um, does, the, does the day have any extra resonance then for you this year? Um... It, it's funny, I think, for me, I think Mother's Day is always about your own mother. You know, like, I've, I, this is the first day that we're going to be celebrating Mother's Day. Now, I have had multiple miscarriages, so I've actually technically been a mother since 2020. Um, and so the last two Mother's Days have been kind of particularly difficult Um especially the one after the miscarriage, the first miscarriage when I wasn't pregnant that Mother's Day. And then the next one I was pregnant, but, you know, only just pregnant and and, and nervous that I would have another miscarriage. So I think Mother's Day is really tricky for a lot of people. Um, People who are having maybe infertility issues, people who've had losses, people whose own mothers aren't around. And so it does have an extra resonance for me this year, but I am kind of, it's kind of bittersweet, you know, thinking about the pregnancies that we've lost and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, because there are other people then who, they're, they're utterly dismissive of the concept of, of Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. You know what I mean? That it becomes kind of tokenism. Well, I mean, I'm I'm here for uh, like, 
the opposite is to not have it. And I think having a day, it's the same argument when we have Women's Christmas, you know, yeah. and International Women's Day. Like we need these days to mark. There is Father's Day. There are multiple days. There's, there's a day for everything. And I think to have a day where you recognise your mother, the role of mothers. And, and like there are, if you go into any of those shops, there are cards like you are like a mother to me, which you can give to anyone. You know, it's mm. just a day to celebrate the people in your life that, that guide you, that are that kind of village. And do you feel your identity has changed? Do I feel my identity has changed? Mm. Um, Do you define yourself a little bit more now in no, your role not as a yet. mother? I, I, kind of, I kind of forget that I'm a mother. You know, like I still feel, but I still feel like a teenager all the time. You know, <laughs> I feel like I'm babysitting sometimes. I don't, I see other women out and, you know, there was one time I was in Starbucks and I was breastfeeding and I saw another woman breastfeeding and I was like, oh, you know, she's such a good mother and like th- she's having such a lovely moment with her child. And I was like, hang on a second, you're doing the exact I'm same doing thing. I'm too. But I <laughs> felt like she, felt, she seemed like a real grown up, you know, and I just yes. feel, I don't feel like a mother because I feel like mothers are adults. Oh, is that like I'm imposter syndrome is often kind of meant in a negative sense, but it's, it's a little like that, is it? It's not really imposter syndrome. Like I don't, like... I feel like I'm doing a really good job at being a mother. Yeah. But I feel like it takes a while for your identity to change, you know? Like, I've not been a mother for 34 years and now I've only been a mother for six months or, you know, two years if you count the losses. And uh, so it takes a while to kind of step into those things. Like, obviously now my day starts and my first thought is Aurora and what I need to do for her and take her swimming and change her and do I need to buy nappies and do I need to blah, blah, blah. But I don't... I think in my head the idea of mother is this sort of like mother earth, this all nurturing person who, you know, makes crafts with her child. And I think when I was pregnant and I imagined kind of my... A mixture between kind of Gaia and uh, what was that Mary, Mary make and do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like some sort of art attack and yeah, yeah Gaia. Um, and I think when I imagined having children, I imagined having like a five-year-old, you know, that I could mm. do things. I didn't really imagine having a baby. And at the moment she's she's gorgeous and I love her, but you know, she doesn't talk and I'm still sort of guessing what her needs are, responding to everything. So she's like just a very demanding Tamagotchi that I have to keep alive <laughs> and like attend to. But uh, so if your own sense of identity hasn't changed, do you think your identity in other people's eyes has changed? Do, do you see other people kind of, maybe not necessarily treating you different, but people speak to you differently or? Well, I feel like when you are a mother, it's difficult because everything you do categorises you, you know? So are you breastfeeding? Are you bottle feeding? That's a category. Are you spoon feeding or are you going to do baby led weaning? That's a category. What nappies are you using? How often do you change them? Does she wake during the night? How's your baby sleeping? All of these things. Are you putting her in a dress? Are you putting her in pink? Are you going to go gender neutral? All of these things categorise you. And so other people see you in those categories. So a stranger will ask you, oh, she's, you know, I I find one time I was walking with my friend and she had a new puppy and I noticed that loads of people stopped to her to talk about the puppy. Mm. And and the same thing happens with the baby. Like you get attention from people. We got to know all of our neighbours when our first child was born. And we've been living in the house and we knew knew a few of our neighbours, but literally everyone on the street we got to know because as soon as you walked out the house, it was like flies to you know what. Yeah. they would descend. It's a gateway to conversation, which is kind of difficult, but it's always the same questions. Is it a boy or a girl? What's their name? And, you know, are they sleeping through the night or whatever? But any of these answers, like how you're feeding, they categorise you. And I do feel that it's quite, you just get judged all the time, even by the most well-intentioned people Mm. who want to offer advice. And it's difficult because as a first-time mother, sometimes you need advice, you know, you need to know the ropes, 
but you don't need it from every See, single person. See, I kind person. of liked that in a way. I kind of found it life affirming that people were so interested in a baby on the street. Oh, so interested is fine, but they weren't, I, I guarantee you that they weren't offering you the same sort of advice that they would have to your wife. Oh, no, absolutely yeah. not. Absolutely yeah. I mean, not. That's what's difficult because you're trying to be polite, but you know, and also this thing that people do, which wrecks my head, where they talk, they pretend they're the baby, you know. Oh, mammy, I've no socks on. You forgot the socks and my feet are cold. And you're like, stop being so passive aggressive and just say, oh, I noticed she doesn't have any socks on. Oh, is, or, your, oh, is your mother a terrible parent? Oh, yeah. look at you. You've no coat on. Basically, yeah. Oh, you'd be freezing. Oh, I don't have enough clothes on, mammy. Oh, I don't want to go to sleep. And you're like, oh, shut up. Oh, God, I hope there's people listening now who did that. I feel suitably embarrassed. Uh, Stephanie, listen, uh, thanks for coming in. Happy Mother's Day Happy in Mother's advance. Happy Mother's Day to you, Karen. Uh, Stephanie, Prisoner, writer, broadcaster, podcaster, mother, future presenter of the Late Late Show as well. But not if this listener has their say, Dahi O'Shea. Not the first vote for Dahi, it has to be said. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.